Hi, Physionic. Wanted to take a few minutes and discuss how inflammation can impact insulin insensitivity or essentially the progression of diabetes independent of adiposity or fat mass. So to start out, essentially uh, insulin insensitivity is essentially where the cell needs more and more insulin outside of itself to be recognized inside of the cell. So insulin binds to a particular protein called a receptor, and then that leads to a bunch of changes within the cell that then lead to glucose, blood sugar, being able to be allowed into the cell to feed the cell. Well, uh, most people think, and this is certainly true for the vast majority of individuals, that people who are insulin insensitive uh, or pre-diabetic, diabetic, those are all kind of within the same world, that those individuals tend to be overweight or have higher levels of body fat. And that's certainly true. However, there are mechanisms in which uh, you can have uh, alternative systems that lead to a diabetic state, like uh, inflammation. So inflammation is where your immune system comes in and starts to communicate with your other cells. So your immune system made up of a series of different cells will send out different communication proteins known as cytokines or chemokines or a bunch of whatever suffix and then kine on top of it. But cytokines is the general term. And those cytokines then bind to the outside of the cell. And then again, it leads to this uh, transduction or this essentially this creation of a signal into the cell to tell the cell what to do. So what can happen is with immune cells or really just cytokines being released from any cell, they can bind to the outside of the functioning cell, the cell that you want to get blood sugar into, and then they can lead to this cell uh, expressing a particular protein or a series of different proteins that bind to the DNA of that cell. Then that DNA is then expressed, and then that eventually leads to the creation of a protein. So that protein has a particular function. So that protein's function uh, in a number of different cases in this situation leads to the binding. So a pro, you've created a protein, and it binds to another protein that's uh, incredibly important for the communication between insulin and glucose. So that essentially stops that cascade from happening, that communication from happening. So that one example is called the SOX protein. The SOX protein will bind or and or dephosphorylate, so it get rid of a particular tag known as a phosphorylation, will remove that uh, or hyperphosphorylate, it can go either way, leading to far more tagging of that protein. And that protein, IRS, which is insulin receptor substrate, makes sense, uh, will then become less functional and sometimes will lead to its degradation, meaning that it's it just the, the cell just gets rid of it. Uh, so in that situation, then of course you have no communication anymore. It's like trying to communicate with somebody on the other side of the United States, uh, but you don't have a phone anymore. So there's no way to communicate with them. You'd have to find some alternative means. So everything suddenly becomes far less efficient because of this cytokine that bound to the outside of the cell, which could be excreted, uh, yeah, be exported or released by an immune cell. So is it possible? Absolutely. 
Is it common? Probably not. Uh, probably the more common method would be that a person is just generally overweight. And another thing to consider is just because you're not technically by BMI standards overweight or obese, that doesn't necessarily mean that you aren't over fat. And I'll make some content uh, specific on that uh, coming up in the future. Hopefully that answers some questions on the matter, and I would certainly be happy to go into far more detail of what cytokines and how their mechanisms work and all that uh, in future content. All right, with that said, I'll catch you in the next one. See ya.